0: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: And hour number two of Gwyn and Chris, we get underway. Chris Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace Studios. Not a whole lot. Big-time newsworthy, but a huge weekend to uh, recap, of course, the uh, divisional round of the playoffs. Just had our good, bad, and ugly. We had uh, Aztec basketball come up uh, empty in Albuquerque. No shame, except in the mind of AP voters who dropped the Aztecs. Eight full spots, right with a thud, out of the rankings. Uh, Aztecs have yet another tough game tomorrow night at home against Nevada, uh, Nevada, I think, has got one loss. Maybe they lost another over the weekend, but Steve Alford's team is good, and they're coming in here, and you know how I love Alford. He's your favorite guy. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. Hey, he, does
3: he take over now for Nick Saban now that he's That's retired? That's right.
2: Now that Nick's out, Alford might move up a move, slot. Move up a slot. Into my hate rankings. You should treat uh,
3: Alford like the AP treats San Diego State. So you should just rush him up to the top.
2: Rush him right in yeah. there. Boom. He is, uh, yeah, well, anyway, he'll be here tomorrow night with his uh, Wolf Pack. Aztecs play at Boise State on Saturday, another national TV game. I mean, the schedule is just not easy in the Mountain West Conference, but uh, apparently the AP writers expect them to win every game. Uh, Miles Bird will be on the program from the Aztecs coming up a little later in the 3 o'clock hour. Did want to send out a uh, feather in the cap. Of Tony Gwynn Jr., his Lakers got a crucial win last night. Yes, they did over Oklahoma City, one of the better teams in the league right now. Two and zero against OKC this year so far. They've had their number. The Lakers are sitting there. What are they under five hundred still? Yeah, one game twenty and at twenty and 21. twenty one. Yes, sir. Yet if you asked everybody to rate the NBA title contenders from one to ten. The Lakers would be in the top five or six, even though they're barely in the playoffs if they were to start today. That's because LeBron James is on the team. LeBron James. And Anthony uh, Davis. So Lakers, um, you know, they're halfway through the season, 20-21. and on On the
3: NBA side of things, I don't know if you saw this story that kind of trickled out. Maybe we'll get into it later, but about uh mr james dolan did you guys see this i did but i did
1: not put it in the big five
3: yeah we'll 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 get into it later but uh he is already we we talk about him from time to time because he's doing something crazy usually in terms of what he's doing at msg he's using facial recognition to keep people out well he's been accused of sexual assault here and that and his
2: name has been tied to the disgraced Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And, and
3: so this story is is early. So we'll, we'll as we tend to do on this show, we'll let it breathe a little bit. But uh, it's certainly something that if it starts to, you know, bubble up, we'll we'll definitely be on it. On that
2: is a, a messy, messy story. Yeah. Good news for you, Scrape. What's that? Christian McCaffrey, full participant in 49ers practice today.
1: Thank you, Christian.
2: As they get ready to take on the Packers, McCaffrey was hurt. Right calf injury, suffered in the uh, second-to-last game of the season against Washington. Is
3: he the most important niner?
2: Oh, yeah. No. No. Who's the most important? Who do you think is the most? Debo? The left tackle. Uh, oh, <laughs> Trent, Williams. Trent Williams. Trent Williams. He could be right. O- outside he could be of right. Trent Williams. Yeah. It's Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yes. the ball? Okay. I, think so. I think so too. I mean, I mean, come I on. mean
1: without He's... Trent Williams, Christian McCaffrey doesn't do what he does. Yeah, neither does so. Purdy. Well, so, it,
2: Chris has a point. Scraby like, doesn't like to. Scraby doesn't like to give me any uh, leeway by saying that the Dolphins have injuries as an excuse. But he conveniently forgets that when the Niners lost three games in a row this year is because of injuries. Yeah, that's part of so, the So I mean, game. that's just Hold how on. it works.
3: You could, with the exception of the Baltimore loss, you could actually literally blame yeah. the other three losses. They lost. They didn't have Debo.
2: They didn't have McCaffrey. They didn't have Trent Williams. They Hold lost on. them all.
1: Hold on. Chris, I came to your rescue last segment with the Dolphins. I said I felt bad for you. That's I right. didn't. I have yet to make fun of the Dolphins once today. Well, there, You can't kick a porpoise when it's down.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, you haven't met this guy. <laughs> you haven't met this I, I guy. I will kick every porpoise <laughs> yeah. that is down.
1: That was okay. Where's my notebook on that one? All right. Uh, Mike
2: Tomlin says he'll be back as coach of the Steelers next year. That is great news for the Steelers. If you ask me. And uh, Bill Belichick's met with the Falcons. Jim Harbaugh has or is going to meet with the Chargers. And so the uh, head coaching uh, cycle continues in the National Football League. All right, let's get to uh, some winners and losers elsewhere. We call it the Daily Gambit.
0: Do you like money?
1: I think about money a lot.
0: Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports?
1: I think Washington is a mortal lock.
0: Washington! woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Well, nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in the Daily Gambit on 97.3 The
2: Fan
1: Daily Gambit is our daily sports day segment. Here, oh man, I messed that up. I was trying. I was going so good, like I was a, an auctioneer or something. By is the that way, what you were going for? I met someone whose father was an auctioneer, and I I could not stop asking questions about that. Humming humming
2: humming You know who does good,
3: You know who does a good auctioneer? Who? Mark Grant, really? Yeah, okay. Mudcat. Yeah, the dude can do it all. <laughs> he can do auctioneering <laughs> he in the can side. Do, he can do it all.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, so please, everybody, gamble responsibly. <laughs> the walking thesaurus, Mark Grant. <laughs> Every time we need a word, he texts <laughs> he it into us. He does. He, does. he does. Thank you, Mark. He does. So, Sam Levitt and I made some bets on Friday when we had Sammy and Scraby, and uh, we just bet the NFL games. Now, the Browns and the Texans, the Browns were two point favorites, and both of us chose the Browns. We were both wrong, so we lose that one. Chiefs and the Dolphins, uh, I chose the Chiefs. Sam chose the Dolphins, and the Chiefs uh, were five point favorites. They won that. I didn't see that to anybody. What, the. Picking point, the Dolphins.
2: I read I read ESPN's webpage before the game. Their two NFL experts both picked the Dolphins to win outright.
1: I just didn't see how. That is strange. Yeah. I mean, I don't have an explanation for that. Yeah. Um, then you had the Steelers and the Bills. The Bills were nine-point favorites in this game. Sam chose the Bills. I chose the Steelers. And it was... It was, more, it was two touchdowns, wasn't it? It was, but yeah. the
2: Steelers were driving were. a uh, useless touchdown at the end of the game. They came up about 15 yards short, but I guarantee you every gambler was
1: on the edge of their yeah, seat they were. for that. Uh, the next one was the Cowboys and the Packers. Now, I did all this Packer-loving all week, and I didn't choose the Packers once in anything that we did. So Cowboys are seven-point favorites. Both of us chose the Cowboys. Both of us lost there. Um, you got to back up your uh, claims. There. I do, I do. The Rams and the Lions. <laughs> both of us chose the Rams plus three, and we both won because they lost by one. Uh, and then the final was the you guys Eagles both and the took Bucks. The Bucks huh? Now Sam said basically to bet the house on the Buccaneers. Really, he, plus three. The Bucks, he saw huh? something, huh? Uh, he did this. Bet the house on the Bucks, <laughs> And confident. I'm like, wow, okay, Sam, why are you so confident? He said, because I read that Jalen Hurts hasn't even touched a football this week because of his finger hurting. So that oh. his Sam fin- was right. More than his finger hurt, believe yeah. me. <laughs> Sam was Sam was right. Sam, Sam was right Sam on that one. So, All right, good. Uh, here are some of the odds that have come out now for the Super Bowl in the divisional round. The 49ers lead the way. Then it goes Ravens, Bills, Chiefs, Lions, Packers, Bucks, and Texans. Would you guys right now take the Texans plus three thousand for a Super Bowl win? No. Okay. Chris. The
2: Texans? Yes. No. No, I don't think okay. there's any chance they can win the I, Super Bowl. I'm, I'm actually, su- With, yeah, I was gonna I'm say. I'm actually
3: surprised after the way the two teams look that the Bucks. Have better odds than the Texans. Me too.
2: I would have the Buccaneers as my least likely yeah, team too. to win it <laughs> all me right too. now. Number eight. Would you give Baker Mayfield a little love? He, I mean, he, he, deserves, it. he deserves it. He deserves a game last night. He had over three hundred
3: passing. Do with Baker, and more to do with his entire team.
1: Yeah. No, I thought he played great, but uh the Buccaneers would be my 8th choice yeah, me too. right now. All right, on this list, do you see any odds that like the Bills plus 500?
3: I think the Packers is the best odds. Plus 2800. Plus 2800. They got the same odds as Tampa.
1: Who do you like better? <laughs> uh I like I like the um the, the uh, I can't say it cuz they're playing my team this week, but, but the I Packers like the, I like the Packers, Packers better. Yeah.
2: But I uh, you know, look a 7 seeds never want a playoff game. Now they've won one. Yeah. So
3: they also got the luxury of an extra extra round in there, don't they?
1: Who? Yes, they didn't have a seventh team right. for a lot of years. Oh, it's right. so yeah. it's
2: only been the last 4 or 5 years.
1: The NFC Championship odds, the 49ers are now leading the way. They're minus 190. And uh, then you got the Lions, Packers and Bucks And the AFC... Can I just
2: say this on the NFC Championship? Sure. If I was a 49er fan, when I never will be one. <laughs> I was waiting for that. But if I was I would have rooted against the Cowboys, the Rams, and the Eagles. Mm. And they all lost. Because honestly, I think those three teams on paper seem stronger than Lions, Packers, Buccaneers. Which is what the 49ers now have to beat to get to the Super Bowl. I think it's set up for you very nicely,
3: my friend. Lions, Packers, Buccaneers definitely don't seem to have the firepower to compete for four quarters against the 49ers.
1: Oh, if the forty ers blow this. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Don't don't worry, guys. I've already prepared myself for a, a tough game on Sunday or Saturday night. All right. Last year, I think they were on Saturday night, they beat the Packers with a with a field goal, so mm. Or maybe two years ago. Anyway, it doesn't matter. NFC, or we already did that. The AFC championship odds: Baltimore Ravens lead the way, plus one twenty, and then you got Bills, Chiefs, Texans. I don't know where why everyone is on the Bills train now. I, they I, won I, one game. I, first of all,
3: I don't get it either because
1: as they beat the Steelers, who we just finished
3: saying. You know, bless their heart for getting in there. They they didn't <laughs> bless their they heart. didn't they weren't a good football team. No, and I didn't see. I, I, I'll give. Listen, when Josh Allen doesn't turn the ball over, yes, they can win a Super Bowl. But he, he's going to he's, at some point; those turnovers are going to happen. Yeah. The question is, will it be? Can he get at least get to the Super Bowl before they happen? Yeah. But I think they're going to happen.
2: Well, the Chiefs have had the Bills number in the playoffs in the Patrick Mahomes Josh Allen era. Yeah. But this is the first time the game will be in Buffalo. By the way. This will be the first yes. playoff game Patrick Mahomes ever plays on the road. That's insane. That's crazy that considering is, how long he's been in the league. That is nuts. They've had home field for every playoff game.
3: This is this is where this is where legacies are uh, continue to get built like That's he, it, you man. get put Mahomes on the road. Mahomes is going to take
2: this as a major oh. major uh test and he he'll, he'll be wanting I, to pass I, it for I, sure. This sets up
3: so perfect right cuz this whole season we've had to talk about the Chiefs for all the wrong reasons. They find a way to get in. They get through the first round. And now he's got to go on the road for the first time in his he's career. He's loving this. I, this sets up great
1: for him. Um, he can get a Re- victory. Renee on the chat. I, I see what you're doing, Renee, on the YouTube chat. You said, I was just thinking that. Dot, dot, dot. 49ers tend to bleep up playoff games. Stop it, Renee. <laughs> you're not getting in my She's head, okay? To dome you up. He. He's they, don't bleep, they don't bleep
2: up until the championship round. Well, yeah. That is true. They can't get past that for some the, the, reason. The Cowboys wish
3: they could be in your shoes. <laughs> That's right, Cowboys fans.
1: <laughs> Getting my DMs like you were all year. Talking about how they're going to finally take down the Niners in the playoffs. It ain't happening. didn't all even right. get a chance. Last thing, Charlie Hoffman, Sony Open in Hawaii. Had a great week. He made the cut. Nice. He finished tied for forty second. But you would think that's way down there. He was eight under. Shot a five under sixty five yesterday or on Sunday to um, get in at tied for forty second. So that's a good start to the season. And right Charlie's
2: there. coming to uh, the Farmers. He this is. year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Look uh, out.
2: He says he's going to make a run. He's going to make a run. He says he's. Gonna make a run. He I didn't want to I don't want to quote him as saying he's dumb. But he said he's dumb enough to think that he can compete with these guys and beat them now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's healthy too. It, it's so not it's not on, a Charlie. crazy thought because older I, I just called you old, Charlie, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, you did. Go. Older golfers tend to know how to win tournaments better than younger golfers. Younger golfers will take their talent, try to overpower the course, but Charlie knows how to get around a golf course. I feel like he could win this year, for sure. I would love that. All right, tonight Purdue minus nine
2: at Indiana. We've talked about these big-name teams. They're going on the road. Can Purdue win on the road? And if so, can they win by nine at Indiana? Scraby,
1: you go first. Uh, I don't know about this Purdue team, but I'm just going to choose them. Going to take them
2: Man. on the road minus nine. I'm going to stick with my same old same old. Hard Indiana. to win on the road. I'll take Indiana plus
3: Yeah, nine. I'll take Indiana as well, plus nine. Okay. All right.
2: Kansas goes on the road tonight as well. They're giving seven at Oklahoma State. I'll take, I'm going to go against myself here, KU minus seven. Although they lost last time they went out on the road. Tony. Yeah, I'm going to go KU on this as well. KU minus seven. Scraby. Mm.
1: <clears throat> Why are you guys thinking that KU is going to win so easily? I just um, don't know
3: that Oklahoma State's that good. This, I don't know
1: like, if they're good enough. That's what you guys told to me about it. Louisville, too. All right,
2: we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, go against the odds, then, buddy. All right, OK State. Okay, state for scraby. All right, this is this odds here will tell you just how good New Mexico might be. Mm. New Mexico is home to Utah State tonight. Utah State leads the Mountain West. They're 16 and 1. They have the best record in the nation.
3: And they're 16th in the nation.
2: And they're ranked. Utah State is a six point underdog. I'm sorry, what? At the pit.
1: Yeah. That's That's how hard it is. Well, (laughs) then bet
2: Utah State. No, I'm just saying
1: like, how does that make any
2: sense? Because that's how. Tough, New Mexico is at home. It's
3: not that this doesn't make sense. It's what the AP looks at that doesn't seem to make right. sense. Right? They,
2: they don't see a loss to New Mexico as being, a, you know, an understandable loss. But it is. All right, Scrappy, you're first. Oh, um, might as well take Utah State. Yeah, I'm going to take Utah State. Up. Yeah, I'm not going to take them. New Mexico at home. Oh they'll yeah, Jalen House. I'm rooting. Roll.
3: I'm only rooting for a San Diego State interest. San Diego State interest is for. New Mexico to win this game right now.
2: They will. Uh, Clippers at home, six over Oklahoma City. Did the Thunder bounce back tonight after losing to the Lakers last night? Tony. Oh, man. Nah,
3: you about to get with the L.A. double beat down. Double beat down.
2: <laughs> L.A.C.
3: you're taking? Yeah. Uh, I'll take
2: I'll take the Thunder. I think they can do it tonight. They're, they're better
1: than they have been. I, mean, I agree. Young
3: guys are better from back-to-back, so Thunder. I guess we'll see.
1: Shane Gilges alexander There
2: you go. That's not at, it. It's not Shane. Oh Shay Shay, oh, I didn't know man. you said Shay. You were yeah, close. Uh, we only put this one in because they're the worst two teams in the NHL tonight. San Jose at Blackhawks. Oh, oh, and Connor Bedard's out six to eight weeks. Two worst teams in the hockey. Blackhawks favored at home by one and a half. Scraby, it's all there for you to take your Sharkies. I don't know if I can, but I will. Sharkies. I'm actually writing Shar. The Blackhawks can't beat anybody by two goals. I'll take San Jose. uh, San Jose State. San San Jose Jose State. Tony, Sharkies. All it's clean sweep for the Sharks. That means they're going to lose. They are the worst team in the NHL. But this is the uh, how the mighty have fallen. The pits of the uh, of hockey. All right. There's our uh, daily gambit for today, Scrape. Thank you very much, Chris. Very nice job. All right. We'll take a break. And when we come back, college football coaches and vacancies being filled. What was the latest one? We'll tell you when Gwen and Chris continues after
1: traffic. Actually, I didn't give you the sign. This is my bad. We will check traffic later.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: The college coaching carousel starting to slow down finally. It was at uh, an unbelievable speed for most kids to get flown off the at the rate this carousel was going around. Breakneck speed. Yeah, it was breakneck speed. We'll get into some of those hires here in a sec. We do have some Aztec. Uh, basketball tickets to give away at the end of this segment. Oh, uh, ho, ho. Um, a trivia question we got cooked up for you. Don't call yet. Yeah, so don't call Scraby. He doesn't want to be screening oh, he'll phone be, calls. He just locked him. <laughs> he, <laughs> he locked the phones on you anyway, uh, so you won't be calling. But in a segment, we have a trivia question. San Diego State Aztec basketball tickets uh, at the end of the segment. As I said, all right, Arizona, they get uh, Brent Brent Brandon. Brennan. Brennan. From Brent San, Brennan. From San Brennan. Jose State to Arizona. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the moves. You had... Uh,
2: Arizona's coach went to... Jed Fish. Went to Washington.
3: Goes to Washington. Yeah. You and, get uh, Kalen DeBoer,
2: goes from Washington... Alabama. Alabama. So that means Nick Saban has to come full circle and go to San Jose State. <laughs> and fill that hole. I doubt it. Come on, it. Nick. I doubt it. Don't uh, think so. It's a My, challenge. Mike Elko goes <laughs> to uh
3: goes to Texas AM. He was last at Duke. Uh Manny Diaz, who I believe was a coordinator from Penn State, he takes
2: over at Duke. Okay.
3: Uh you got uh, Houston.
2: They hired uh, Willie Fritz. Who does poor San Jose State get? They're left yeah, kind of holding the bag right I, now. I have
3: a feeling we won't hear about that one. Like
2: the rest be, of these, yeah, it won't be won't like top news. Yeah, but uh, indeed, that carousel. San Jose State probably gets some local high school guy, jumps up to San Jose State. <laughs> you know, State.
1: when uh, when I was living in the Bay Area growing up, De La Salle was a really good high school. and I Had they, lost a football game for like I years. I was a part of that streak. Maurice Jones-Drew killed me one day on the he field. He just rolled you over. Uh, yeah, I, I, I realized right then and there I was never meant for anything more than high school football. But um, they tried to get Bob Lattisser to be a... Uh, coach in college forever, and he never said he would do it. So maybe they won't even be able to find a coach, Chris. Oh, somebody will take oh, that job. Somebody will be willing to take the job. It's not going to be Sean Lewis. I'm just happy the the uh, Aztecs locked in. By him out. the way,
2: my guy. Speaking of San Jose State coaches, so Ron Carriger, my old friend uh, from USD, and then he went on and coached San Jose State. Uh, he took a job locally here with uh, Saint Augustine High School is ah. there a college foot or high school foot college high school football coach. So congrats to you Ron. I heard about That's a couple of weeks old. But uh, I hadn't had a, an occasion to mention that before.
3: I want to remind you guys, Padre fans know to tune in to 973 The Fan for the best local sports talk. But did you know that you can jump back to what you missed? With the free Odyssey app, you can rewind to the moment you care most about all with a few simple taps. Search for 973 The Fan, find your show, and listen to the most recent episode, download the free Odyssey app today. That's A U D A C Y to get started. Um among some of the things uh we saw during the week, I wanted to go back to to uh to the playoffs because we start setting up the next round of these games. Uh Scraby seems to be quite uncomfortable with the Packers. Game and logo <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, got t- you can't use my
3: sounder for your
1: team. <laughs> well, that's just despair.
3: <laughs> that was despair. That wasn't boredom. <laughs> no, no. Um, but you got the who uh, the, the Baltimore's taking on the Texans. Yeah. You got the Chiefs at Buffalo. Right. Mm-hmm. That, seri- that, that series that's a, that, has been
1: great over the past couple it years. It really
3: and, and, you And know, I don't think you notice it when it's happening, but you start to notice it, obviously, when you've had, what, this is the fourth matchup they've had in the postseason Um,
2: Buffalo seems like they were going to win
3: every every, one of those games and lost every one of those games and so this is the year it seems like uh, maybe Josh Allen has the knot at home on his home field Um, but I I, I think these second round matchups are are very very intriguing I Uh, don't.
2: I think the Chiefs and the Bills is intriguing. I think the other three are kind of lopsided frankly I mean, Houston really with a rookie quarterback's going to go in and beat Lamar Jackson?
3: No, I don't think that. Green one Bay is. with a
2: rookie quarterback's going to go in and beat the bang bang niner gang? I mean, you do have the the way that, I mean, nine maybe it's nine nine <laughs> maybe it was because of the way they
3: looked, <laughs> maybe it was because of the way they looked against Dallas and Dallas Well, didn't if they put play
2: a, like that, they could probably a, beat anybody, I guess. Yeah, that's it, a good point. That
3: that's what kind of gets me thinking a little bit. And Tampa has
2: they got Detroit. They got Detroit. I I, did, I
3: think that'll I, be a good game. I mean, it's not the best matchup, but I think I think that game will actually be a a, a, you think it will, a huh? good game, yeah.
2: I think Detroit now that they shake off the nerves of their first playoff game is going to play better in this game. And I think that'll be bad news for Tampa Bay, but we'll see. I mean, nothing is ever 100% right. assured right. in the National Football, football league.
3: league. Uh Baseball still right around the corner. Not a lot going on in, in free agency, at least at this point. Are you starting to pack Le- yet? No,
1: not packing yet. for Korea. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, wow, he just looked down and away. Like. Yeah, because the packing
3: part is is annoying. I don't enjoy that part.
1: I, I okay. How do you pack for a month and a half? That's why on it's, the road. That's why it's it's annoying.
3: You basically I basically just empty out a lot of my closet and just put it in a bag and take it out. And you got to factor
1: day. in an international and trip. And so
3: now an international trip is involved. I, I I haven't even bothered to look to see what kind of weather you get in Korea this time of
1: year. That is a you fantastic know? point. <laughs> so these, these,
3: these are all questions that I, I have yet to answer and will have to answer at some point.
1: Oh, well, you would be happy to know it was snowing in Seoul, South oh, Korea today. Awesome. Is it going to oh, be snowing in two months? Uh Maybe, but it's, it sounds... it's cold. It's twenty degrees next Tuesday, so <laughs>
2: as Ezekiel
1: Elliott famously
2: said, <laughs> it <sucks>. sounds fun <laughs> until you get there. Yes, exactly. Playing yeah. in the snow.
3: You guys know how I feel about cold weather, so this this hopefully by March it it warms up a little yeah, bit. It hopefully will. All right, let's uh let's get to break. Well, no, no let's, before ask we get to break, let's do the question All first. right, let's
2: give you a chance to win some Aztec tickets tomorrow night against Nevada. <laughs> pair of tickets to Viejas Arena. San Diego State taking on Nevada. Big ball game coming up tomorrow night. Tickets are on sale now at goaztex.com. or you can win a pair right now. Nevada coach Steve Alford did play briefly in the NBA. Name the two teams he played for. Name the two teams that Steve Alford played for in the NBA. I will tell you this. Prior to uh, a moment ago, I couldn't have named either one that he played for. Tony, you got, a, got even an inkling on this? I've Steve seen Alford? It.
3: I've seen it, but I can't remember the yeah. team.
2: All right. Well, somebody will look it up probably, but if you take time to look it up, somebody will probably beat you to it. 833 First person correct answer. You'll go to the game, and then we'll talk about the game uh, with Miles Bird, Tony. Let's get a break.
1: Real quick, one last question, or one last question for you. Adam Klug is on the YouTube. And he is asking you if you are going to learn any Korean phrases or words to prepare for your trip. I think this is a very important question. <laughs> he could have come in here and just asked that no, question. No, no, no. no he wants to get I, on the... I think everybody would like to know. <laughs> I can answer it. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I, I think I, he'll <laughs> learn the phrase no. And beyond
2: that, I don't expect much. I might. I might. Really? Yeah, I might. Go huh. ask ha
3: Oh Yeah, I'll go out and ask him right now.
0: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big In it. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only 3 dollars per month.
2: Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game.
0: Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: Hi, congratulations to Josh out there. He came up with the uh, trivia answer. Either that or he looked it up faster than everybody else. Uh, Steve Alford played very briefly in the NBA. Dallas Mavericks, Golden State Warriors. Those are the two teams he suited up for. Josh knew that. As a result, he'll get to go see Steve Alford coach tomorrow night as Nevada takes on the Aztecs at Viejas Arena. Alford was like first-team All-American. He was a dude. Oh, man. He was unbelievable for Bobby Knight at Indiana. Led them to the national championship and then got picked in the second round with the third pick and they kinda knew that he just wasn't gonna be an NBA guy and he never was. I mean he played a little but four points a game, that's the, it.
3: The NBA, I think of all those weird? sports, very rarely misses on those on guys. Guys who should be in the league, seem to be in the league, guys who who aren't typically should.
2: Yeah. Steve Alford, uh, I mean, if you watched him play college, you would have thought he'd go in the NBA and be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Didn't happen. Elite of elite. Happy to report it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow night I'll be happy to report when the Aztecs knock him in Nevada off. Joining us from the Aztecs, we are excited to have him on the program. Had a big game Saturday at the Pit. Forward, sophomore, Miles Bird, guard, sophomore. Miles Bird, hi Miles, how are you? Thanks for joining us on the program. Appreciate it.
4: Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me.
2: We are uh, we're very fired up to have you on the show. Uh, talk a little bit about just uh, take us through the game Saturday. We saw some of the frustration you guys had. It was a bit of a physical game. I, I don't, you know, I don't like to blame the referees. I'm sure Brian Dutcher isn't going to let you guys do that either. But when it's physical, you want to get some calls. It didn't seem like you were getting very many of them Saturday.
4: Yeah, and then, you know, in a game, a game where you lose by twenty, you know, you can never, you can never really put the blame on the rest. Of course, there was some, uh, some calls that we would like to have, or some calls that we would have liked to not be called. But um, you know, that's what happens in the sport. You, you got to deal with the rest that you're given, and you know, you got to win the game without their help or without, you know, without them uh, affecting it.
3: Yeah, especially in a tough place like the pit to play that team. Uh, uh certainly came out ready to play Miles this is your second year uh just want to go back to last year a little bit what what was last year like coming out of high school kind of learning the ropes of of this program and how have you been able to use that to to really have a a standout year so far this season
4: I mean I was I was maybe the 11th or 12th guy on a on a team with nine starters so I mean It was very beneficial for me uh, being on that team last year, you know, making the run, being able to see not only how our guys competed uh, day in and day out, but also to see like some of the highest basketball played in college basketball, you know, going to the Final Four, Elite Eight, uh, playing Alabama in the Sweet 16. So a lot of learning opportunities there for me. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful for it.
2: Well, Miles, we're all grateful watching that team play last year uh, from the television screen, from our living rooms. I mean, it's like the most exciting thing I've ever seen as a former Aztec. Tony's an Aztec. How was it sitting right there and watching it develop right before your very eyes? I, I, I don't want to put this all on last year because I want to talk about this year's team, but just one last moment to enjoy what you got to go through.
4: Yeah, you know, I think uh, I can tell everybody that I had some of the best seats that's <laughs> the uh, best, best run ever. <laughs> so, yeah, I couldn't have complained. I, I was sitting courtside, enjoying it. <laughs> you know, I wasn't playing, but it didn't matter to me in the moment. And, like, now I'm seeing that it benefited me, so I can't complain one bit.
3: So you, you go into the off season after, as you said, was a, a, an unbelievable ride. Uh, for you, obviously, the objective is to get on the floor and be a part of of that, right? What did you set out to do this summer in order to to kind of make your way into this rotation as you have?
4: Uh, yeah, so I mean, most people they go to, they get to go home for about two months over the summer. I actually stayed in a dorm on campus, and what I did was just work out, eat, try to put on some weight, and you know, just stay around uh, the coaching staff and some of the guys that stayed out here. You know, summer's also a really good time where. A lot of the alumni come back and we play open gyms two or three times a week. So, you know, just staying out here, staying around the basketball, uh, staying away from distractions, and just ultimately becoming a better a better me.
2: Miles Bird is with us from the San Diego State basketball team. They're having a great year. They're 14-3 and three and uh, getting set to host Nevada tomorrow night out at Viejas Arena. Miles, uh, talk about why you chose San Diego State. Your dad played at Villanova and I, I understand they were interested in you. That's a pretty pretty awesome basketball program to go to. You're yeah. from you're from the West Coast, but what drew you to San Diego State and so far how happy are you with the decision?
4: I mean, I was born in California, I was raised in California and I've only lived in California. So I think I could easily call myself a Cali kid. So staying in California was definitely something that, you know, wasn't mandatory for me, but You know, I I ultimately would have liked that. Um, You know, Coach Dutch does a great job of just developing players, not only skill-wise but IQ-wise. You know, if you come to San Diego State, you're going to learn how to play basketball the right way. You're going to learn how to be a a really good defender, which translates to the next level, and that's where I want to go. In the end of the day, I want to be an NBA player when I'm done here. So uh, I, I knew that coming here would be putting myself in a position to, you know, get there. And uh, who who wouldn't want to stay in San Diego, California? Uh, there's, there's,
3: no, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. smart, wise beyond <laughs> your years, my friend, yeah. Miles. It, it, it certainly seems like just in this short conversation we have that, that you're in tune with the long game here, right? Whether it was yeah. sitting down and and, and kind of absorbing last year and coming in this year, you mentioned you want to be you want to get to the NBA. That's your end goal. Wh- who is your game patterned after? I mean, you're six seven guards you can handle the ball you can shoot the rock i mean who do you look at of the in the nba who are guys you watch every day
4: uh you know it's funny because uh i just had this conversation with one of our managers uh shane shane Geshwin, uh not too long ago we were talking about how there's not a lot of six 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 seven six eight point guards and you know that's why i'm kind of trying to get my game to so i mean Cade cunningham the name that comes Mm. up a lot um a guy who's been killing recently, and yeah. Tyrese Halliburton from Indiana, um, Shea uh, Gilded Alexander, just big guards, guys that not only score at all three levels but are really high level mate, uh, playmakers.
2: Miles, uh, talk about what the veterans on this team, the guys coming back from last year. What is what what was their main message to you once you were? It was clear you're going to be part of this rotation in terms of what your contributions would be this year. And do you feel like there's a sense that this season, something similar to what happened last March, can still happen with this team too?
4: Oh, 100%. I mean, this team's just as talented, if not more talented, in my opinion, than last year. Uh, You know, the guys that came back who uh, were here, who had major roles for us last year, like Darion and Micah and Lamont and Jaden, you know, those four, they've been here. they played together for multiple years. And, uh, you know, we were actually a, tight, a tight-knit group last year. So I had a really good relationship with all four of those guys. So, I mean, they welcomed me with open arms when, you know, when you're getting into the, the eight-man rotation, nine-man rotation. So we've always built that relationship to where we can tell each other anything on the court, whether it's hard, you know, hard uh, judgment or whatever, but, like, yeah, I have a great relationship with them. I think uh, we have the talent and the depth to make the same run we did last year.
3: Miles Bird joins a sophomore guard here at San Diego State, and, and Miles, you, last year's team was deep, as you mentioned nine nine deep in that rotation. You guys aren't far off of that this year. And oftentimes, Chris and I, when we're talking about this this, this basketball team, we talk about the lack of respect, uh, not only that this that the San Diego Aztec team gets, but that the Mountain West gets in general from the basketball standpoint. Do you guys see that or feel that or feel the same way in terms of the kind of, you know, it just seems like the Mountain West just kind of gets pushed to the side in terms of their basketball prowess.
4: Yeah, you know, we see that. But uh, one thing that Dutch always says, we do this every day or every, every single time before a game, we huddle up in a circle with everyone in the locker room and we say that, we hear no outside noises, so whoever's not in the circle can't affect our judgment, can't affect how we think about ourselves. So uh, you know, any anybody in the nation who is overlooking us or overlooking our conference with how much great great basketball we have inside of it, uh, I think it's on them. And you know, they obviously don't watch enough. <laughs> no, no kidding.
2: Miles Bird is uh, our guest, sophomore at San Diego State. We're keeping him for a while because he's a really good interview. We yeah. appreciate it, Miles. I hope you don't have somewhere yeah. to go, a class to do. Uh, what other? Some of your other interests? What? Did, did, being in San Diego, you're playing basketball. It's probably number one, two, and three. But when you get a chance to do your fourth favorite thing, what, what, what do you do?
4: Yeah, you know, I'm a I'm a competitor, so. Whether that's you know playing on the darts board in my crib with two of my roommates or <laughs> you know we're uh we're playing video games together or something. but you know most things I do is, is revolves around competition uh I've always been around sports growing up. basketball is actually my second best sport. I feel like I had to say this with uh with Tony on the phone. I was a big baseball oh, guy growing up. Uh-huh, yeah. there we go <laughs> yeah, so I mean just sports in general, I love watching sports, you know. I think that's something I'm going to stay around regardless of what I do in my career. So, just competition in sports. Six, seven Love baseball
2: it. players, Tony. There's not a whole lot of what, those out what there. Nah. What, what position?
4: I mean, I was. they called me wild thing. I threw, I threw it maybe 75, 80 miles per hour at like 12 U, but I just couldn't control the pitches.
2: Okay, so you're
3: throwing 75, 80 at 12 years old. Okay, six, seven. I mean, it, that makes sense. Coming off the top yeah. of the bump. Long arms, yeah. that, that that definitely that definitely plays uh, in baseball. But, <laughs> Miles, hey, man, it just continued success, man. It, it was a pleasure having you on today. You guys are off to a, uh, Despite the slight setback uh, last week, you guys are, are playing some good basketball, man.
4: Yes, sir. Of course. Thank you.
2: Keep it up, Miles. Appreciate the time, yep. man. We'll see you down at me. Viejas Arena. Yep. All right. Thanks, thanks, buddy. There he goes, Miles Bird from the San Diego State basketball team. Nice kid. And uh, you know you hit it on the head, Tony. Not a lot of guys, guys, his young guys, that have the big picture in mind. I mean, how many guys would have transferred after I, last year? They wouldn't even a stat. They wouldn't. Have, they, you know, you come out of college, you're McDonald's All-American guy, and you sit on the whole bench the whole season. He loved it. Most guys would be like, "How do I get out of here?"
3: Now, listen, it helps to to make a run to the national yeah, championship. that's true. But that being said, I mean. When you watch him play this year so far, it's hard to believe he, was, he wasn't. he was It's not hard to believe because you knew what San Diego State had last year, yeah. but he's a good ball player. He's a really good ball player, and the fact that he was willing to sit down, take, take whatever he could take in last year, coming off the bench, and now he's a part of the rotation of, on a very good Aztec ball club.
2: Yeah. He was their leading scorer it's the not, day. It's, it's not often you hear,
3: well, at least we hear, uh, guys come on and talk about wanting to get to the NBA. Like, I think it's assumed most of the time, but that's that was a clear destination that that he has in mind.
2: Yeah, very good. All right, let's check some traffic here. We'll get back and uh, wrap up this segment. But first, let's let you know what's going on in the roads. From the
0: 97.3 The Fan Traffic Center, here's Kelly Davick.
1: Traffic is sponsored by San Diego Imperial Valley high-intensity drug trafficking areas. The time is now SD.org. Guys, we got double trouble on Southbound 163. One is this crash on the Cranyvilla Road off ramp, then up ahead at the East 8 Connector Ramp crash over to the right shoulder. Traveling on Southbound 805 right before Sorrento Valley Road. We have reports of a stalled truck in the fast lane. Drugs today are different. Fentanyl is often mixed into pills, disguised to look like prescription medications. It's important to listen to your kids and what they know about drugs. Talk to your kids. Don't let time run out. Start the conversation. Go to the thetimeisnowsd.org. I'm Kelly Danek with Gwynn and Chris, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
2: Miles Bird uh, had 13 points in the game against New Mexico. They did, uh, Lede was actually the leading scorer with 15, so I want to... Make that clear 15. to anybody keeping... Uh, but it was not his big day, you, you know? know. And, he, and he just he got three free throws. He's getting beat up. And you know he it. got fouled 100 times. At for, least. It just... It wasn't... It's, again, you know me. I won't blame refs. Miles Bird wouldn't blame refs. Brian Dutcher won't blame... And when you He's, lose by 20, it's fair. But, you know, I watched most of that game, Tony, and it was a six, seven-point game most of the game. And that's when you needed a, you know... A couple of calls, but when they didn't happen, New Mexico just got on one of those feeling good runs, and yeah. there was there was no way to stop them. So good for New Mexico is their day, and they're going to have more days like that. They're fourteen and three, also. Okay, so they're they're good, and we'll see what happens when they host Utah State tonight. That Pretty was, sure New Mexico will beat them. That was uh, Be surprised if it doesn't turn out that way.
3: New Mexico hit a, got up to a a point in that game where they couldn't miss. Like no, the sec, probably about six minutes on.
2: Yeah, they couldn't. The second half,
3: they couldn't. They
2: couldn't miss a shot. No, I mean the Aztecs started the game up by twelve. They were up thirty-five to twenty-three, and New Mexico went on a 17-0 run to end. They seventeen
3: uh, to end the end the half, and then they went on a run to begin the half. Seventeen
2: well. to two in the second half. So yeah. there was just New Mexico's day. They can have one. I'm looking forward to the rematch, yeah, and, uh, and and I don't like to incite anything sh- when it comes to oh, kids. Yeah, go ahead. But I'm going to incite it anyway because I yeah. said it earlier. Jalen House, the fans already don't like this guy, and he was rubbing the Aztecs' face in it the other day. Yeah, this, so he
3: should be public enemy number He better number be one. ready. <laughs> he better
2: be ready for a rude welcome. That'll be on February 16th when uh, New Mexico comes here a month from today. All right, but uh, they got Nevada tomorrow night. That's an eight o'clock game, by the way, tomorrow night, Tony. So we at the can pit? go. No, uh, tomorrow night at uh, against oh, you're talking Nevada. You Yeah, yeah, you about. You're I'm talking, talking about the tomorrow aspect. night's game against Nevada. Will yeah. be at eight o'clock here at Viejas Arena. then they play Boise on Saturday in Boise at 10 a.m you did
3: you did mention the the early start What's up with for, these the, game for times? the for the Aztecs going into that was was a little bit problematic
2: yeah 11 o'clock was the game Saturday next week they're gonna have to play at 10 a.m not easy, always challenging. That, that
3: one's also on CBS, I believe.
2: Yes, yeah. another national uh, game for the, the Aztecs. CBS
3: games are the the, the seem to be the early they had, uh, early start ones.
2: Spiro Didas and Bill Raftery calling the game the other day. So, oh, have,
3: yeah, Spiro, we had
2: him on yeah, a couple well, of Spiro, Spiro, you know Former what? I'm voice text of the Lakers right now.
1: <laughs> Say, "Hey Spiro,
2: you came up in convo." Spiro got a mention on the program today. That's
3: good. Might need to uh, might need to reintroduce himself. I
2: yeah. know we don't do a lot of movie reviews, but I want to save everybody oh, out there what, while we have an extra minute before what, the top of the hour. What, okay.
3: What movie are you saving us from?
2: I'm saving you from the weirdest movie you've ever seen in your lifetime. It's called Poor Things. Who's in it? Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she's oh, yes. likely to win the Academy Award. Yes. Because she's already won the Golden Globe. And the Critics Award My and all friend, of this stuff. And I know Emma Stone's a oh, big padre. Right. Oh, Tony's friend, friend, he said. Your Emma friend, Emma Stone. Oh, I'm yes. Kevin
1: O'Connell's best friend, and now Tony's no. Emma yes. Stone's best friend. Yeah. Emma yeah. Stone. Tony.
2: Uh, you, she saw, can be your best pal. <laughs> but I'm, I'm telling you, if you go see this movie five minutes into it, you'll go, I should have listened to Chris. It's supposed <laughs> to be
3: like a comedy, right? It's,
2: it's a, supposed to be a comedy. I don't know what it is. It's I the saw craziest some of the dancing thing I have it. ever seen.
3: <laughs> I've
1: seen a couple of the previews. It, it definitely is seemed a little nuts. Weird. Nutso. Why did you watch this movie? Bananas. Like, like, what made you want to watch this movie then? Oh, I know. Never mind. <laughs> no, it's up for Baldi uh, Academy he Awards. Does, he does. He
2: does like like I to like watch to go those, out and those see those movies. movies to see what they're about. But five minutes into that one, I turned to Lori. I said, what did we I, I, don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make
1: it. I don't know if I'm going to make it.
2: It is crazy weird. Beyond Crazy oh, Weird. man, I might So I I'm might just like telling it. you, if you like Crazy Weird, that's your movie. But if you don't, stay away. <laughs> All right, Chris versus the Fans is coming up next. 833-288-0973. You want to play some trivia? You might find yourself on your way to Las Vegas.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?